This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Manscaped and by Athletic Greens. It finally happened. The day that we have been eagerly awaiting for 13 long, excruciating months finally arrived on Friday. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk, the world's richest and smartest man, invented robots. He did it, folks. Round of applause. Everybody immediately forgot everything bad that he's ever done. You really got to hand it to and, him. And he is now being praised as God Emperor for creating robots. He, he did it. They said it couldn't be done. Yeah. Now, you'll recall that back in August of 2021, Elon revealed at a Tesla presentation that his company was developing a sleek, futuristic, humanoid robot straight out of all your favorite science fiction movies. Mm -hmm. It wasn't quite ready back then, but as a proof of concept, uh, they had a guy in spandex come out and dance on stage for a minute. It's going to look just like that. And that's when we knew that a turning point for human civilization was at hand. We were on the precipice of the dawn of a new age. I spent the last few months just enjoying the time before Elon's robot because I knew it was one of those pivotal life moments before and after that you would look and say, that was a point in time where everything changed. They're going to have to start the years over again. We got BC, we got AD, and then we got AR mm -hmm. after robot. Yeah. So, yeah, robotics, it's obviously pretty complicated stuff, especially when you add autonomy. So it was pretty surprising when Elon said that a working prototype of the Tesla bot, codenamed Optimus, would be ready in about a year. And for comparison, Boston Dynamics has been making robots for 30 years. And only in the last couple of years has anything that they've made been available to the public. And the one robot that they actually sell isn't Atlas, their bipedal humanoid robot, but Spot. They're four-legged dog-shaped robot. But don't put a gun on it. No. That's against the rules. Yeah, you violated the TOS. The whole line of Boston Dynamics robots is clearly highly capable, as seen in their numerous video demonstrations, but they've still never even publicly speculated about when Atlas might be ready for the market. So yeah, it was pretty surprising that Elon was saying they'd not only have a working prototype within a year, but also that within just a couple of years, this thing would be capable of autonomously handling all sorts of mundane and dangerous human tasks, both at home and on the job. Mm -hmm. We're all getting our own C-3PO, and, and without all that fussy back talk. No, oh, I like the back talk. Well, you that'll be a feature. It'll, yeah. <laughs> it's got a fart button and a... It's a sassy, sassiness. Sassy, sassy yeah. mode. Yeah. Anyway, on Friday night, we finally got to see what Tesla has in store for us, and and just look at this thing. I can't believe we are eating crow. Yeah. It's, regretting it, everything. It's like we're living in the future. Oh, sorry. That's that's the wrong B-roll. That's Honda's Osimo robot demonstration from uh, uh, 2000. Sorry. This footage is from 22 years ago. My bad. Here's the correct B-roll. That's the Tesla bot. No, actually, it's not. That's Xiaomi's Cyber One robot, not the Tesla bot. Oh, well. I swear we have the real footage in here somewhere. Uh, okay. For real this time. Here's the actual reveal of the Tesla bot from Friday's event. Except, I mean, this can't be, right? That thing looks absolutely nothing like the concept images that Elon showed us last year. And we all know he doesn't lie. So yeah. this was clearly what the something. What the hell is this? Something, something's messed up here. It looks like something a Magnet High School's robotics team made with off-the-shelf parts. I mean, where's the real footage? I, I'm getting tired of this, Elon. Stop it. Stop teasing and start showing that yeah. robot. Where's the real robot footage? Uh -huh. Except, well... No, that actually is the Tesla bot, oh. or at least a prototype of the Tesla bot. Huh. And look, it is honestly extremely impressive. They really broke the mold here. It does everything. It, it walks, it waves, it stands, it uh, dances, sort of. I mean, how is any of this even possible? I feel like I'm in a movie. Mm -hmm. My life a movie. Yeah. The future is now. I think we all owe Elon a big apology for ever doubting him. Mm -hmm. 
But okay, in all seriousness, yes, it is pretty cool. It's, it's, it's absolutely not groundbreaking in any way, though. And if you think it is, you're delusional. It actually falls in line with every other promise where a new advancement on already existing technology is promised. Yeah. And then he ends up just creating either the same thing or something worse. He invented tunnels. Yeah. Uh, he invented cars. Yeah. And now he invented robots. You got to hand it to what him. What can this man not invent? <laughs> and yes, they uh, they did also show off a bunch of pre-recorded video of a tethered robot doing various basic tasks like carrying boxes, watering plants, and picking up objects in an industrial setting. And the robotics is just one side of what's going on here because all of this is being done autonomously, supposedly, at least to some degree. And we, we see some of the robots POV demonstrating that. They've basically taken Tesla's so-called full self-driving tech and repurposed it to navigate a robot instead of a car, which would, it's going to work seamlessly with no yeah. errors, no Full mistakes. Full self-driving is, is foolproof. Yeah, just don't fall asleep around it. <laughs> just, you know, sleep with one eye open. Mm-hmm. Lock your door. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's still... You will a- have to put the Tesla bot in its cage before you go to sleep. Yeah. And, and this thing is very strong. You're going to need a steel door. You have to plug the Tesla bot in. Why? To charge it? No. No. Just plug it in. Just plug it in. Yeah. But yeah, this is still essentially useless at this stage. It's nowhere near what it would need to be to ever reliably replace a human at literally anything. But, okay, hold on, haters. Uh oh, what's this? They've got a much sleeker, more advanced Tesla bot, too. The first Tesla bot that was uh, doing a little bit of trolling. Here's the real Tesla bot. Okay, well, uh, never mind. This appears to just be a metal mannequin with at least one working robotic arm that is capable of. Waving. Wow. Thanks, Walt Disney. You've Uh, really done it all. It apparently can't even walk because if it could, it wouldn't require three full-grown men to very awkwardly wheel it out on stage. So, incredible groundbreaking stuff here. And uh, A for presentation as well. They could have uh, just as easily uh, had this thing behind a curtain or under a sheet. But no, they, uh, they decided to have three guys just clearly struggling to wobble this thing uh, up to the front of the stage. I just, I love... That, look, I get the 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 long ter- long term scope of this. Sure, whatever. sure. But what I'm saying is like what has been debuted and in a way that is supposed to uh, excite people is something that like Walt Disney in the '60s was like, yeah, uh, we got this extra space at the park. We're gonna like we're gonna create robot pirates, and yeah. they're going to have they're gonna be up to no good. Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna be, be running around. Pests. Yeah, <laughs> <They're> <laughs> gonna be, robot there's gonna be pests. one that hangs off a bridge drunk. Yeah, and then like Elon is like, it's the same thing except it doesn't even look like a pirate. It's just waving. Yeah, everything he showed off here is something multiple other companies are already working on and have much more experience at. Um, yeah. Also, I, like, I just, I love the idea of, and I, I hate to bring this up again, but we have to, but just the fact that every job that this thing will potentially be able to do in the future as a humanoid has already been solved in every aspect yeah, there's already, in automation. There's industrial robots. Um, interestingly, they don't look like people because that's actually not very efficient no. for specific There's a repetitive lot of tasks. motion that goes into moving a humanoid kind of figure. Like every task that this humanoid robot is designed for, I guess, is like something that is already being done with a single yeah. like yeah. you know, robotic arm with like, like 10 points of articulation. 
it's like Elon has kid brain because like when Elon yeah. thinks of a robot, he's like, oh, I want a chrome yeah. human wearing, uh, you know, an apron, watering my plants, and like ten miles down and a, the road, and, a, and an apron, yeah, yeah, in, in an apron, uh, and then like a, a hundred miles north, there's literally a robot like the size of uh, like forty feet that is planting, watering, and harvesting yeah. uh, vegetables. This shit already uh, completely exists. on its own, <laughs> using like laser beams for precision and stuff. And yeah. his, his robots like. Hey, I'm watering the elephant plant that you have in the corner of your apartment. Uh, anything else you need me to do, sir? As I crash through the wall in your 900 square foot living space? Yeah, I mean, it's like, even if this thing does reach its full potential, it's still just like, why would I want a bunch of these fucking walking around on my factory floor when industrial robots that do all these tasks already exist and are much more, like, space efficient? Have you ever seen <laughs> the, the the video of uh, Amazon's... What they're, they're essentially Roombas that move around yeah. the entire thing. And it's like, imagine if... Not those cool. Not, could, those aren't robots. They, uh, where's no. the legs? Where's they, the arms? They're not picking them up. Yeah. They're not moving. Uh, don't you understand? Uh, and my subway fits one car. And it's only for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, technically, it's faster. They should build a uh, very small tunnel to send these robots through. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I think that would be a great idea. All of these ideas are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to pay the robot a tiny amount of Dogecoin every time you want it to do something. Yes. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> there's a subscription fee for each thing. Watering plants is extra. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're still developing that, right. uh, the motion. So you're both training it and paying for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are a beta tester and you will pay out the nose for it. The privilege <laughs> of you're beta testing. Alpha tester. Yeah. <laughs> Make you feel good. Anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. It's... Listen, it's not nothing. It's definitely a robot. It's just that everything even slightly promising about it is either just promises from Elon or very short pre-recorded videos. And Elon's a guy that loves making promises. He, he It's his favorite thing. Uh, the Cybertruck reveal was three years ago, mm -hmm. and they said production on that would start in 2021. Uh, it is currently, uh, yeah, th that didn't happen. Well, there, the, it's a pandemic, you know. Uh, yeah, COVID. But uh, yeah, that, that production start has been pushed back uh, three times already. It will supposedly start sometime next year, unless it gets delayed again. Well, the good thing is that when it does arrive, it can serve briefly as a boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the same is true for like the Tesla Semi, which has seen even longer delays. They announced that back in like 2017. And um, they haven't even... They haven't even shown that it's capable of what it's supposed to be able to do. Uh, I've... I've I've seen analysis of it that say that it would, most of the weight that it would be hauling would be its own fucking battery. Mm -hmm. And the actual, like, tonnage capacity for uh, shipments would be tiny compared to a actual diesel-fueled semi-truck. Well, aside uh, from that, just, you know, think of the trucker protests that existed for essentially nothing. And then the trucker protests that would exist when these self-driving semis start taking over. Oh, yeah. Toot toot. You think they were mad when literally nothing was happening? But yeah, the, the Tesla Semi, the Cybertruck, those are just cars being made by a company that already makes cars. And and they're still apparently quite difficult to actually finish. Mm -hmm. uh, also, yeah, side note, Ricky mentioned this, but uh, New Promise just dropped. Uh, Elon says, quote, the Cybertruck will be waterproof enough to serve briefly as a boat so it can cross rivers, lakes, and even seas <laughs> that aren't too choppy. <laughs> you know what? Uh, take to the sea. Uh, they passed Brexit, and I thought, I can fix this. I'll make the Cybertruck able to cross seas. Yes. Uh, sorry, Chunnel. Yeah. 
<laughs> the tunnel was a good idea, but I think it's too uh, efficient. Yeah. Yeah. I just let serve briefly as a boat. Like yeah. I, I feel like most cars can briefly serve as a boat uh, until they inevitably sink. Like it's not like a car going into water is going to sink like a fucking stone. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, Someone's going to get killed doing this, and I, I can't wait. I think the timing is odd because it clearly feels like a reaction to the problems with the hurricane. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, no one in Florida would have these problems if they had the Cybertruck, which is definitely coming real soon. But also, it's going to be waterproof, so you could just literally drive out of Fort Myers. Yeah. Despite it being completely underwater. You'd be able to sail. And everyone else is going to look so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, even if it does float, which... It, like you can't it doesn't have a propeller it's just floating <laughs> where are you gonna go <laughs> you say it doesn't have a propeller but uh if you pay ten thousand dollars <laughs> one appears and you can haul a jet ski in the back yeah yeah so you can leave uh you leave the truck there you could tow the truck with your jet ski uh-huh yeah yeah you're starting to see it you're coming around you know there, there might be something to it Briefly as a boat. <laughs> so pretty much anything can serve briefly as a boat. The uh, the door from Titanic briefly served yeah. as a boat, but, but only for one person. Yeah, sorry, 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 Jack. Uh, but yeah, so Elon has made a lot of promises about autonomy that turned out to be overly optimistic and arguably dangerous, <laughs> and that's the same tech that's going to be controlling this robot. And it'll be interesting to see where this thing is in five years. But this should not be something that you hold your breath for, especially just like. This, I can't even fathom the cost. When you think of a, a robot that currently does mundane tasks in a warehouse, you're like, yeah, that's expensive, but not as expensive as creating like a like multi-axis. He says this uh, will cost less than twenty thousand. He's a fucking idiot. He's a he's a liar. <laughs> he's like a just charlatan. Any any <laughs> like a hunk of metal that weighs as much as that with, with nothing done to it is going to be expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um... Just the machining that goes into making the parts for this alone. Yeah, and you you know you presume it's built to last. There's got to be hundreds of like, you know, articulating servos and whatnot. Um, yeah, I just don't. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't see it. This is so dumb. Like it is. Uh, we went through the roaring tens, where like all these tech companies were just like, we can do fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> we can do anything, and and people are going to give us money. I am a golden god. To do anything. Free money. And now that's all come to an end. And uh, like Facebook and Tesla, are the, the two best examples of just being like. What do I do now? I'm going to really, <laughs> instead of like doing anything else or, or perfecting what we're good at, yeah. I'm going to dig my heels in on these experimental projects and just tank the company. I mean, but that's not going to happen because Tesla is uh, just the, the pinnacle of uh, modern day irrational exuberance. Um, I, I mean, eventually the the hype might wear off, but they're doing great. Even even amidst this recession, they're they're doing better than average by a lot. People believe in this company. Look, here's the thing: is like when it does like what, like this kind of shit, it doesn't affect me on a personal level. It is just funny to watch Elon do this. Yeah. It's strange. I do feel bad for the people that work on these teams because they're definitely just like, well, yeah, I'm bu- I'll build your robot, but like, why do you keep saying things that it's going to be able to do that no, we're telling you it can't? Elon, do? no, it's not going to be able to walk out on stage and start <laughs> dancing. Uh, in, just figure it out. All right, and while you're at it, uh, make a chip that goes in people's brains and fixes <laughs> Alzheimer's. Yeah, just do it. 
Uh, yeah, it is similar to the Neuralink, where it's just like everything he's talking about is kind of stuff that's already been done before. Um, the form factor of Neuralink is like, I guess, impressive, but it's also that's not what they're doing. They're just like, eventually, it's going to be the size of a nickel. But that's not what they actually have. And also, like, they're just killing chimpanzees left and right. It's just like a chimpanzee murder factory <laughs> down there. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta hand, I gotta hand it to him on the very fact that, like, at least someone's being like, yeah, just do it. Uh, and a bunch of other really smart people are getting paid to just yeah, kind of fuck around. That's cool. I yeah. mean, yeah, it seems like a, a great opportunity to put this on your resume. And uh, I don't know. I hope he's paying well. You would hope. You would hope. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this thing, um, we don't buy it. And that's not just our opinion. It's the opinion of most people who actually work in robotics. Um, but yeah, if you ask Elon what this robot represents is, quote, a fundamental transformation for civilization as we know it, unquote, which will lead us into, quote, a future where there is no poverty, unquote. These are actual things he said on stage at the Tesla bot presentation. I like that the, in his idea, in his plan, the only thing holding back society from, like, being a complete utopia is, like, something automating mundane tasks. Yeah. Like, That's oh, what's holding me back. Oh, I'll, once I'll, you finish this, are you going to give away all of your money so that everyone doesn't have to, like, work? Uh, or what? Like, God, I wish, you know, if I didn't have to spend all day watering my plants, there's just so many things I could do with my time. <laughs> how, like, realistically, how long before Elon straps a fleshlight to one of these things? I'm... He probably already has. Little cat ears. Yeah. He's yeah. fucked the robot. Yeah. Allegedly. That's why there's a robot and horse. And if he hasn't, his weird brother has. All right, bring out the robot horse. Everybody, <laughs> no explanation why, but we do have a robot horse. Yeah. One of the robots became sentient and uh, contacted um, Ronan Farrow, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> But yeah, so it's unclear how $20,000 robots are going to eliminate poverty, but uh, whatever. And that's especially since it's a clearly stated goal that it's going to replace human workers. Yeah. We're going to eliminate jobs and... Then everyone will be fine. Step three, question mark. Step four, poverty eliminated. Yep. Mission accomplished. It is entirely possible that Elon Musk is just extremely out of touch with the very concept of poverty. Uh, he's also maybe not as much of a visionary as his fans think, considering how one of his ideas for Twitter was apparently putting it on the blockchain somehow and charging users Dogecoin to post. Uh, so that's just one of the many interesting reveals from Elon's text messages that were submitted for his lawsuit with Twitter, which offer a unique glimpse into the minds of Elon and his fellow ultra-rich tech buddies. But anyways, in closing, uh, the next Tesla that randomly explodes and catches fire could be inside your house. So get excited. Yeah, it's going to be so cool. Yes. And it's going to fart. Hey, Tesla bot, fart. Fart in my Never face. gets old. <laughs> Never gets old. Yeah, those emails are, or those texts are interesting. It, it, you just realize all these super rich guys are like, not that smart. Or at least they're not not as uh, visionary as you would think. They're just sort of spitballing. And a lot of their ideas are just stupid on their face. And also, they 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 toss around extremely large sums of money like it's nothing. Yeah. Like Mark and Dreesen's like, hey, Elon, I can spot you 250 mil. It's fine. Send that right over. Yeah, I mean, when you're a billionaire, it's like... And then it's like all these, all these millionaires simping to Elon. 
just just de- de- debasing themselves in these text messages, <laughs> and then Elon being mean to them back. It's we like, need to get Mr. Beast producing content for Twitter. Yeah, uh, that wasn't Elon's idea. That was, I think, it was someone else's. Just a lot. It, it, There's a lot going on. A lot going on. There. Uh, the lawsuits, uh, the court cases, are only going to keep. You know, churning all of this up too. So yeah. uh, it'll be worth it just for the discovery process. Mm-hmm. But moving on now to some news about probably the craziest thing to happen in the U.S. in recent memory, aside from this robot reveal when robots were invented, the, Janu- <laughs> the January sixth insurrection, in which a giant mob of riled up MAGA weirdos stormed the U.S. Capitol, beat up cops, rummaged through congressional offices, pooped and pissed everywhere, and may or may not have intended to murder Mike Pence and or any elected official they came across, all because Donald Trump lost his re-election. Uh, in the nearly two years since that went down, there's been a steady drip of prosecutions and convictions of the people involved, who in a lot of cases just handed prosecutors evidence on a silver platter by live streaming and posting their crimes publicly as they occurred. So this past week saw multiple convictions of high-profile January 6th rioters, And let's start with the guy that Rolling Stone describes as MAGA Derek Zoolander. Meet John Strand, an absolute hunk whose washboard abs and carefully coiffed hair provided an apparently pretty successful career as a male model, which will now be ending because John Strand is going away for a very long time, potentially the longest sentence handed down to a January 6th rioter. As for why this beefcake here (laughs) might be spending the next few decades in prison, here is Rolling Stone. We stormed the Capitol. It's insane. So proclaimed John Strand in a text after entering the halls of Congress last January 6th. The message was part of a seemingly endless procession of evidence, including photos, videos, tweets, texts, and more, documenting Strand's role in the riot that was displayed before a jury at the D.C. District Court in Washington last week. Strand was convicted on all five charges he faced on Tuesday and now faces up to 24 years in prison. Strand's potential sentence is so harsh because he refused to take a plea deal, instead opting to fight the charges against him before a jury and through an absurd online campaign for vindication. Strand, a model-turned-COVID-19 conspiracy theorist, posts regularly on his social media channels about how he's being persecuted and set up a website splashed with glamour shots and links to donate. From Gucci to guilty, reads a banner on the site. It's as if Derek Zoolander stormed the Capitol and then did all he could to secure the longest prison sentence possible. It's a real shame because uh, he's going away right when uh, the right stuff is uh, premiering and needs all the hunky dudes. Uh, he would have killed it on the right stuff. And they can get. And yeah, I mean, the dude's website, it's, it's certainly unique. It, it features glamorous professional modeling photos of John Strand alongside rants about how corrupt and totalitarian John Strand's trial is. And to be perfectly honest, yeah, 24 years does seem like a lot considering <laughs> uh, he's not believed to have done any violent shit except you know break into the capitol building yeah uh we're gonna assume once he's sentenced that number does get reduced but this is what happens when you decide to go with the whole not guilty strategy uh and you're in a trial where everything that you're accused of is on video it's right there so yeah most other j6 rioters pleaded guilty and got much shorter sentences held john strand's former girlfriend prominent anti-vaxxer simone gold who was with strand during the entire insurrection pleaded guilty and is already finished with her sentence (laughs) and probably on the right stuff act yeah yeah she's loving it uh she clicked the prompt for is your spouse or boyfriend uh in jail for january 6th crimes yeah yes i wonder there has to be a prompt on there about vaccines. No, but there, there has to be. Well, I'm, there probably is, but there. Uh, I think Ken Klippenstein or someone posted a screenshot of it uh, that 
you had to like click your opinion of January 6th. Huh. And it it might have, look, it's Twitter, so I don't yeah. know. But that was uh, when the uh, promo video that's just been released this past week yeah. was going around. Uh, someone had like. Yeah, that promo video is fucking wild, too. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh, good for them. Hey, I enjoy it while it lasts. I don't think it's going to last, but... They're basically yeah. like... It's so funny. The women in it too are just like, what a real man. Yeah, not, not some, some loser. <laughs> yeah. What's the big turnoff for dating? Well, Democrats. Democrats. <laughs> I need okay. a masculine man. Yeah. Not some little panty waist. Not some pencil-armed, uh, little blue-haired uh, they-them. I want a man. Anyway, some other fun details from the article include this line. Strand wore a pair of stylish silver loafers during closing arguments on Monday, during which his own lawyer called him a poser. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you, you can clearly see that my client is a huge poser. This guy's a loser. <laughs> Just put, let him out. Nobody wants to be near him anyway. He, he's clearly, he's vain. He's uh, narcissistic, but he's no threat to anyone's sake. Mm-hmm. So come on, do the right thing. Would any sane man wear these? <laughs> uh, then there's this little fun paragraph. The mountain of evidence against Strand has forced him to resort to tactics like requesting the trial be moved out of D.C. due to the city's generally liberal population. Quote, Mr. Strand would not be judged by his peers, but by his political foes. His attorney wrote in one filing, citing a political cartoon of a dog being judged by a jury of cats. (laughs) The citation indicated that counsel once saw a cartoon where a dog was on trial and the jury was composed of 12 cats. The caption read, a jury of his peers. Was this like the far side or something? Your Honor will note in the citation that, yeah, this is Gary Larson coming here. <laughs> That's why we need the, the jurisdiction. I would change. like to present to the court the comic by Gary Larson that says cow tools. It doesn't make any sense. It's just cool tools that a cow thinks he can use. Yeah. Everyone's very confused and angered by it. Well, that's the comedy. Is it? We don't know what those cow tools are for. <laughs> but the cow does. The cow knows. And he's not letting anybody yeah. else know. <laughs> he ain't saying a word. <laughs> and that's why we need the jurisdiction of this trial to be moved. Oh, anyways, the best tidbit from the article, though, is that John Strand has also worked as a romance novel cover model, like this book, uh, Howl For It, which seems to be some kind of werewolf erotica. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, John Strand isn't even the only romance novel cover model to be convicted this week. The other one, bodybuilder Logan Barnhart, has posed on multiple book covers, including Stepbrother Unsealed, a bad boy military romance. <laughs> Unlike John Strand, though, Logan Barnhart did get violent at the Capitol, so uh, let's check in on that. Here's NBC News. When he arrived at the U.S. Capitol, he now admits, he battled police and helped drag an officer down the stairs on the Western Front, where some of the most barbaric violence of the day took place. Barnhart pleaded guilty Wednesday to assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers using a dangerous weapon before U.S. District Judge Emmett G. Sullivan. Barnhart, 41, admitted that he grabbed an officer by the vest on the back of the neck and helped drag the officer in a prone position down the stairs and into the crowd, and that he later pushed officers and struck at them with a flagpole. Barnhart faces up to 20 years in prison, which is less than what John Strand faces for doing way less. But again, the difference between pleading guilty or not guilty to crimes that you committed in the video is it has right an effect, yeah. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, Barnhart was identified by the group Sedition Hunters. And video footage of their investigation shows how, despite Barnhart wearing sunglasses and a hoodie during the actual insurrection, researchers were able to find just a few seconds of footage of him from earlier that day at Trump's speech where he wasn't wearing sunglasses. Then they used some sort of facial recognition AI to track down his Instagram account where there were photos of him wearing the same clothing items. So, 
Got him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, one more January 6th case from this week was noteworthy due to the rioter being so over the top right wing that he once took pictures of himself with a Hitler mustache and posted them to the internet. Uh, he also apparently went to work with his mustache still looking like that. I'm just a big fan of Michael Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the greatest actors of all time. Without a word, conveying so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Timothy Hale Casanelli was already convicted a few months back, but he was sentenced this week to four years in federal prison for his participation in the insurrection. Uh, and he he pleaded not guilty. He Another one, he probably could have gotten like a couple months, but not guilty. And his defense during the trial was literally, quote, I didn't know the Capitol building was the same building as the congressional building. I know that sounds idiotic, but I'm from New Jersey. I mean, that's as good a defense as any I've ever heard. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm from New Jersey. Hey, I'm a fucking idiot. What can I do? We can't even pump our own gas. <laughs> what can I say? I thought the Capitol was where they, they keep the pizzas. Okay. <laughs> I, they pointed me at the closest big building and said, run. Look, I, when I have too much gabagool, I don't think straight. Hey. It's the biggest city I've been to since Newark. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Uh, anyways, if that guy's attempted at a mustache grossed you out, you might want to just skip the next story because it is absolutely disgusting. You've been warned. Turn back now. All right, let's do this. Here's the Bristol Post. A woman spent three days in hospital after her daughter's dog accidentally did a poo on her face while she was asleep. Amanda Gamo, 51, was taking an afternoon nap with Chihuahua Bell when the pooch became ill and had violent diarrhea. The mum of three was asleep with her mouth open, top and tailing with Belle, when the messy accident occurred and some got in her mouth. She ran to the bathroom to be sick, but later ended up in hospital with a gastrointestinal infection, passed on from the pet. Amanda from Bristol said, I was having my afternoon nap with Belle, like I always do, when I suddenly felt something squirt in my mouth. I rushed to the bathroom and my son was in the shower, so before I washed it out, I had time to take a quick snap. It was disgusting, and I was hurling violently for hours after. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. Yeah, that's what I did first. I took a picture. Yeah, uh, and look, she couldn't get into the bathroom, so yeah, she used that downtime as an opportunity to take a selfie. And here's that selfie. Mmm, isn't that just lovely? Uh, anyway, the fun didn't stop there because the dog was diagnosed with a stomach infection, and by spraying liquid shit directly into its owner's mouth, uh, the owner also came down with the same stomach infection and had to stay in the hospital for three days to recover. Uh, she also already was living with Crohn's disease, and Crohn's plus a severe stomach infection sounds like a pretty bad time. What? Not, not something I would wish upon my enemies. I wonder if the dog gave her some of that Jardia, like in that uh, Slip and Slides <laughs> show. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I don't think they said specifically what, uh, the, what the condition was, but... Uh, yeah, sounds like a bad time. Like, she had to be hooked up to fluids for three straight days because she couldn't keep anything down. So, yeah, this is uh, truly a horror story for any dog owner, um, especially if you sleep with your pets. <laughs> especially if you sleep with your pet and it's a chihuahua. And it puts its ass in your face. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, everything's, it's, it's always so cute until one day you wake up with your pooch taking a diarrhea dump directly right, right in your mouth. And then your first thought is, I'm going to take a picture and willingly upload this to the internet. But first... Let me take a selfie. <laughs> we really peaked as a society in, in 2013. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, before we get into the headlines half of this show, it's time for a very spooky word from our Whoa. sponsor, Manscaped. Michael Myers sure is scary, but the last thing you need is to be hairy on Halloween. 
Luckily, our friends at Manscaped launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure that your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy and join the six million <laughs> men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with our code WEIRDNEWS. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. Have you ever tried to trim your balls and it turned into a Freddy Krueger film? Well, luckily, Manscaped is here to save the day and make sure you're feeling your best in your costume. Unlock your confidence with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming items. They've made it easy for you to upgrade your grooming routine. It's a full moon out, and the werewolf in your pants is howling. Ahoo! <laughs> it's time to tackle that problem with the Lawnmower 4.0. Their finely tuned pube products feature a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It's gonna go from ahoo to ahooga! That's right. Like that. The Lawnmower 4.0 is easily the greatest ball trimmer on the planet. And did we mention that it's waterproof too? It can serve briefly as a boat. Uh, this trimmer is <laughs> shower is essential. Uh, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker, a total game changer to your men's hygiene arsenal. The Weed Whacker is a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin safe technology that helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Just pick it up now, you're gonna need it the older you get. Uh, seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will make sure that your pumpkins stay fresh. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will be thanking you. Thank you. No trick. Manscaped also just launched their new body buffer. This 100% antibacterial body scrubber is just what you need to keep you fresh and clean this Halloween. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Bring your comfort in boxers to another level. Also, if you're looking like Wolverine and haven't cut your nails recently, be sure to look into the Shears 2.0 nail kit. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WEIRDNEWS at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with the code WEIRDNEWS at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. This episode is also sponsored by Athletic Greens, a product that we both use literally every day. Athletic Greens was pitched to us as a health supplement that's better than pills and capsules at getting you all the vitamins, minerals, and probiotics that your body needs. Sounds great, but we didn't expect it to be so delicious, nor did we expect it to feel so good. Starting the day with a scoop of AG1, more important than the first cup of coffee at this point. It really is. So what is this stuff? What is this green powder we got here? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. And unlike a lot of multivitamin supplements that just go right through you, uh, these are high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. Athletic Greens costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And it's lifestyle friendly too, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com weird. Again, that is athleticgreens.com weird to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, now let's get back into it with the weirdest, craziest headlines from around the world this week, starting with Jordan Peterson breaks down in tears when asked about Olivia Wilde calling him a hero to the incel community. Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Uh, what yeah. they say about me is true. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I mean, it's it's true. At least he has that level of self-awareness. But it is, it is so fucking bizarre that this man can just start weeping at the, the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. And that someone who has that much emotional instability is, is in fact, a hero to uh, not just the incel community, but uh, a lot of people. Um, yeah, it's weird. It definitely is. Not, not, I don't, doesn't seem very aspirational to me, but that's just me. And and look, I think also Jordan Peterson's probably another person who wishes Don't Worry Darling did better. Yeah. Cause like, you know, any press is good press and, uh, certainly having Chris Pine play you in a movie and probably a great honor. honor, Yeah. Yeah, So I I wish Chris Pine would play me in a movie. He's probably, you know, Jordan Peterson's just doing the press tour at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. He's playing me. Go see it. In theaters now. <laughs> Go see it. Please, won't someone see the movie? Yeah, and uh, he also, like, like Chris Pine, I guess, is, like, the villain. And Jordan Peterson, he's clearly embraced his villain persona. In those, he should be enjoying In these. those, like, Daily Wire videos. Yeah. Up yours, woke moralists. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, interesting fellow, that Jordan Peterson. Continues to do interesting things. Yeah, certainly a, a singular individual. Mm-hmm. Next headline, Netflix removes LGBTQ tag from Dahmer after backlash from viewers. Not the representation we're looking for. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> insane, but totally predictable that this happened. Yeah. Because it, he just murders like a bunch of gay people in the yeah. 80s and 90s or whatever. It's just, it's it's the total, like if you're... just You're just like a meta, like yeah. not meta, but like a, a person I mean, doing the movie metadata. Is, it's pretty gay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, like you need to enter 50 topics that people could potentially search for into our meta tags so that people can find it on Netflix. And like this person's just like, gay, LGBT, murder... Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. So I put a uh, birth of a nation under like the black cinema tag because mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot of black characters. They, they are all white people. Celebrate Juneteenth but... <laughs> with Netflix. <laughs> yeah. um, that, that shit happens all the time. We've, we've, we've reported on it so many times. Like uh, it's always like some big box store accidentally sells something racist on yeah. a holiday like that because like their algorithm already had it categorized. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> It is. You watched a little bit of this, right? Uh, yeah. So it's. You it's, said he's like doing a Joe Para impersonation. The comparison has been. I, I after watching it and seeing online, the comparison's obviously been made. So we're a bit late to making this comparison, but I did start watching it like last week when it came out, and it, uh, you know, it's Ryan Murphy. So it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, what Evan is it? Peters. Evan Peters, who's I think is pretty good in a lot yeah. of stuff, but it's like his entire character study was just watching Joe Para. <laughs> Every episode, front to back. I'm a gay serial killer. Uh, it is like... Officer, please don't come in. There's nothing to see. He could play there. Joe Para perfectly in a movie. Uh, and it's it makes it hard to watch because it is... Joe Para is like the antithesis of that. Yeah, wholesome. Yeah, Not so a serial killer. <laughs> wouldn't, a, wouldn't harm a fly. It's a very strange watch. Um, but if you're into like murder porn and true crime, you're going to love it. Because it's like... It's Ryan Murphy who is just like... Yeah, I mean, he cut people up. Do you want to see it? Yeah. 
Ugh, not a fan of Ryan Murphy. I like American Horror Story. I haven't seen one in a while, but uh, the first couple ones are good. Mm. I mean, they're fine. I like, never I watched. Get, uh, I get why people like it. It's like it's entertaining. Yeah, it's just not very. I don't know. There's just not much to you it. You know, uh, didn't he do uh, the People versus OJ? Yeah, he did the OJ. Yeah, show. that was good. I liked that. Okay. Yeah. This one's fine. It's just like, it's so hard to do something like this without people being like, hey, you're kind of glorifying this. <laughs> yeah. Because the OJ one didn't really focus on the uh, the brutal killing for like multiple episodes. No. It was the drama of the trial. And so this one starts off like pretty gruesome, so. Hmm. Anyways, he sounds like Joe Para, and it's unwatchable after you've heard that. So yeah, if you're yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, and you heard me say that, you're not going to be able to watch it. So watch Joe Para talks with you instead. They unfortunately, much, much better. Sadly, they they canceled it after season uh, mm-hmm. three. But, Hopefully, uh, HBO picks it up. I would does a little self dealing yeah. again. Yeah. Um. But yes, uh, you know what would be perfect right now? His episode about fall, the changing of the seasons. Yes, it's a good one. <laughs> when you go up to the river to put your pumpkin in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ah, next headline. Where's Jackie? President Biden calls out dead congresswoman during speech. Whoa, too dark. Too dark. Someone pull dark brain him back a little bit. Um, This is a a classic Biden gaffe. This isn't even the first time he's done something like this. My favorite Biden gaffe was years ago. It was back when he was still vice president. But he was like doing a speech and he's like, stand up, my good friend. Like, I can't remember which congressman. He's like, sir, stand up. Show him you're here. And he's talking to a guy that's like been in a wheelchair for like decades. Mm-hmm. Stand up. <laughs> Let him see you stand. He thought he was going to do like a little Jesus moment. Uh, but yeah, he. Uh, oh, my God, it's a miracle. Joe Biden has cured this man. Uh, yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah. Uh, this, though, uh, and it was like a, a congresswoman that had recently died. Yeah, she died in like a car accident a few and months th- ago. I mean, I know he just like signs off on a bunch of shit right. all day, but it was just like thoughts and prayers to the <laughs> family. And then it's just like, where's she at? Huh? That's right, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't here. That's right. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> you know why? Because she was a Republican. Was she? Yeah. Oh. And that's what he said. And he got real dark with it. He was like. Got very dark. Yeah. Too His dark. eyes started glowing in real life. He didn't even have to put the edit on. Vanta Black. Brandon. <laughs> Dial it back a little bit, yeah. buddy. We all had fun. We were uh, attempting to cancel student debt. Yeah, they've they've paired that back a bunch now for no fucking reason. They're they're it was so popular. They're compar- like I know exactly why they did it because uh, Republicans and shit and donors complained, so they they paired it back a little bit. They they added more restrictions, and then what happens? Uh, the Republican a bunch of Republican states sue uh, the federal government anyway. Yep, because they're not looking for compromise. They're looking for complete submission. When you compromise with them, no, it no, does no. not. We thought it was goals. going to be different this time. God damn. Matt Gates draws only six viewers to his inaugural Twitch stream. God, not even hate watchers. Yeah. And I guess, so I looked into this. He's, I was, I thought he was going to be like playing like Dark Souls or like video <laughs> games or something. Like Call of Duty. Uh, it's literally just a, it's a simulcast of his, um, I think, Rumbler show. Like he that? has like a weekly, like hour long talk show that he streams to like all the weird right wing uh, sites. So it's just like they just added a new like stream link to the OBS. Okay, but still, the six people is like nothing. Not even yeah. like people curious to be like, "Hey, well, it's weirdo." Because, it's because he doesn't have youthful like. Yeah, there's just no audience for it. Yeah, like the Twitch audience and the Matt Gates audience uh, don't cross over a whole lot. I think. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, you know what? That sucks. But keep keep your uh, I think keep he your got, head down. He got more viewers on his uh, his second. Yeah, you just got to put in the hours. You know, yeah. it's consistency. You got to grind. And, uh, that's why I gave it up. Two hundred hours a month, man. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred hours. Look at that partner status. Don't worry. You're only gonna get fifty fifty anymore. Yeah, but uh, you know, whatever. There you go. Fight of his life. Desperate Putin drafts seven-foot boxing legend Nikolai Valuev, 49, to fight Ukraine after spending 10 years hunting Bigfoot. A lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this Nikolai Valuev, I wasn't aware of him. He is terrifying looking. I guess he has some form of, like, medical gigantism. Hmm. Uh, so he's not just seven feet tall, but he has a very, like, pronounced uh, features on his face, thick brow, thick jaw. He looks like a caveman. Um, and he also, I love this, uh, very hairy man. This bald, seven-foot man with, like, back hair just all over his body. Disgusting. I'm picturing uh, the uh, bald guy from Mike Tyson's Super Punch-Out. Uh, yeah, kind of. Hmm. But yeah, he retired from boxing, did a little bit of Bigfoot hunting. I guess he's elected to Russia's uh, parliament or whatever. Sure. Uh, and, uh, and now he's he, the muscle and now he's been conscripted. They're going to put this guy out there and the, the Ukrainians are going to be like, Oh my God, is that Nikolai Valuev? It is the seven foot boxing champion. It is intimidating, <laughs> but it's also not, you know, 1350. Also, this guy's gonna be a terrible soldier. Like he has all sorts of medical problems yeah. from, from being, he's going to have a heart attack. Like he had to, like he had to get like his knees replaced. Like it's not. Healthy to you know be how much big. fucking vodka it takes this guy to get drunk? <laughs> they got to wheel barrels of it in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's not efficient for the battlefield. And also, it's not medieval times. People aren't going to be like, oh, it's a giant. <laughs> oh, no. No, people are just going to shoot at them. Yeah, it's, it's a bigger hitbox. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've... My God, I've got to get my sling out. Like, I don't... A giant. I don't know how much it is, like, propaganda, like... Because there is propaganda on both sides, but mm -hmm. I've seen I've seen some pictures of supposed like conscripted soldiers. Where it is like it's a group of like 50, 60 year old men. Seems like the, uh, they don't have a lot of people like left that want to go. Old dudes that do not look like they're in fighting shape. Yeah, <laughs> but it's Russia, so those guys are probably actually thirty. That's true. Yeah, life expectancy in Russia not not so great. Well, and you also spend your entire life, you know, drinking potato vodka and squatting yeah. and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, the the alcoholism rate in Russia is like fucking insane yeah it, th and that's <laughs> even if you survive yeah. to be like 30 because you spend your entire 20s uh uh free running across abandoned apartment yeah. buildings nothing matters and, <laughs> and climbing radio towers yeah yeah uh it's it's an interesting place for sure what why don't they why didn't they conscript those kids to put gopros on them and be like now run through the battlefield <laughs> yeah get some good footage yeah they also oh my god um Apparently, the CSGO, like, concurrent dropped, like, dramatically as soon as uh, they announced, like, mandatory conscription. Because, yeah. like, the player base is, like, 25% Russian. And now all those people are either signing up or getting the fuck out of Russia. Could you imagine, like, the kids that get, you know, drafted and they just, before entering the battle, they're they constantly walking around <laughs> yeah. with their knife? Just like this? You're just like walking into a town, looking around each corner, just with your fucking sparkly knife too. Just like, oh, I see that you just got the standard, yeah, standard one. That's pretty cool. Mine has a hook on the end, and it's rainbow colored. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah, not gonna help you much. Terrorists win. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, speaking of Russia, Russian men break arms and legs to avoid being sent to Ukraine frontline. Yeah, there's videos of this that I did not watch, but I, I, re watch I read it. descriptions of them and they are horrific. These guys are having their friends like, all right, pick up this sledgehammer and just let me have it. Just fuck my shit up. Just break my leg, break my arm. The best part is like, not the best part, but a part is like afterwards they're like, Actually, it's fine. We can You can still be drafted with broken limbs like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll take anything. Yeah, yeah, we'll take care of you, and then when you're fully healed, you can get back on the battlefield. We'll give so. you a wheelchair. Yeah. A tactical wheelchair. You'll have to literally shatter your legs. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, one uh, where comes down on his friend's arm with a sledgehammer, and the, it's, like, just horrific. The guy's in extreme pain, and they check, and like they're like, oh, the bone's not broken. we got to do it again. Oh. <laughs> this makes a, uh, you oh. know... Ted Nugent looked like even more of a pussy. Yeah. Because it's just like... All he did was shit his yeah, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 like the MEPS screening guy is just like, ew, he smells like doo-doo. Get him out of here. Get him out of here, yeah. <laughs> the Russians are like, this guy shattered his fucking arm. Yeah. Put him in. Get him in a it's, cask and set him out on the front it's lines. It's hardcore. It's fucked up. These, these people don't want to fucking go. No. Like, obviously, well, obviously they're breaking their bones, but like, like do you think they're going to be effective, war, like... effective in any fight? No. They're going to be like, I, I give up. Please help me. They're doing the, the World War II, like, full mobilization thing where they literally, they're just, like, expecting, they're throwing bodies yes. at the enemy. Yeah. Like, they fully expect, like, a huge percentage maybe of people we, to die immediately. If we like, throw enough bodies at them, maybe they'll eventually get sad enough that they stop Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll feel bad about it. Yeah. We'll win via guilt. Yeah. Aspiring Navy SEALs are using Viagra to self-medicate when they start coughing up blood during qualifying drills. They say it works, but at a price. And the price is death, apparently. Mm. Um, but yeah, have you ever seen videos of the Navy SEAL uh, qualifying course? It's like... I've it's, watched documentaries about it. It's fucking brutal. Only 20% or so actually make it through. And these are like tough dudes. Like They're already the top-of-the-line soldiers. But there's aspects of it that... Um, for some people, are just biologically impossible, like mm -hmm. with the water stuff. Like most people are naturally going to like breathe in a certain amount of water over a certain amount of time, and so a uh, big problem in the qualifying is uh, they fill their lungs with enough water that they start uh, just puking up blood mm -hmm. constantly. But if you take Viagra, I guess it uh, makes it so you don't puke up blood. Yeah, but I guess because it's like a uh, well, it's it's probably. I would assume that it would be putting all the blood in your penis instead of in your throat. Right. <laughs> so it just redirects the blood flow. Soldier, what is that I see? What is that I see there in them, them trousers? What do you got there? You're not supposed to be on the ground right now. That part's over. Stand up. <laughs> Soldier, what are you hiding down there? Uh, but no, this is uh, it's kind of fucked up. It's very fucked up. Yeah. These are not the Viagra boys. No. No. Man caught on video urinating on ex-wife's grave almost every morning, New Jersey reports say. What? I'm not supposed to do this? I'm from New Jersey. I don't know any better. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, we, we eat the pizza, we, we piss on our ex-wife's graves. It's New Jersey. This is what we do here. It's the God instinct. If you stop letting me do this, you have lost touch with the culture. Yeah. And so I, looking into this, I'm like, okay, like, Obviously, it's a sore subject for this, this guy. It must, it must have happened recently. No, he was married to this woman 40 years ago for like a year and then stepped out on her because uh, she got pregnant. And he's like, uh, that kid's not mine. See ya. So he's held this grudge for four decades. Goes out there every morning to uh, piss on the grave. Also, uh, I guess he's left some shit there too. Hmm. Um, it's a hell of a grudge. This man is motivated <sighs> by a 
spite that has lasted a long time. Yeah. Uh, I, I can only assume that this is a uh, therapeutic release for him. Yeah. Uh, that is keeping him from doing other things in society that would be detrimental to other people. That's a, that's a good point. Having said that, the groundskeeper, probably not very happy. Yeah. Yeah. Not again. Oh, the, why does the grass keep dying here? I'm going to put a camera on this area and see what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. That's like, uh, what's his name's grave over in the UK? Uh, Jimmy Savile. Oh. Have you seen a picture of his grave? I thought they removed it. I, well, I, they might have removed the signifier, but like yeah, if you they go removed, to, they removed the stone. If you look at the pictures of it where it was, at least at this one point in time, literally the entire square area of his grave is brown from people going there specifically to piss on it. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. And final headline. Couple contaminate drought-stricken town's water supply by dyeing waterfall blue for gender reveal. I still refuse to believe this is real. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, I believe it's real. I don't know. Uh, the interesting thing about this, not in America, this has happened in Brazil. This fucking shit that started on American Pinterest pages like five years ago, it's mm-hmm. not a real tradition. It's just a fucking thing that the people, internet did, but figured out. In pre, for the young ones, in pre-pandemic times, people were figuring out all different kinds of ways to party. They yeah. had an excuse for everything. Yeah. And especially if that party included bringing gifts. Yeah. So. Those uh, are the best ones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's it's not good. They this this town this this waterfall um, they've uh, they've contaminated the water. It's a it's a problem because they don't have a whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's uh, you know America typically the most extreme when it comes to doing stupid things, but uh, you know other countries have really taken the baton with the gender reveal. Like wasn't it Mexico where the plane crashed like after revealing the gender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they, they do take it further than we do. Uh huh. We're going to have like, uh, I got a oil tanker. We got the Exxon Valdez over here. And when I, when I puncture the, uh, the hull, the color of, uh, the oil that seeps into the Gulf of Mexico will tell us, uh, which, whether it's a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. That captain died recently. Did he? The Val, it was Alaska, but the Valdez guy. Yeah. Well, I hope he felt really, really bad. Yeah. His grave is now brown. Probably. From oil. Yeah. Yeah. They should put a Derek in his grave. They should. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. Uh, If you haven't seen already, what a week. We got NASA throwing a little dart at an asteroid. We got Lizzo playing a little flute. So offensive. We got the Stadia going rest in peace with gamers peeing all over its grave. Yeah. So check out both of those videos over here, and we'll see you next week for some more. But in the meantime, hit the subscribe button, turn that bell on, and leave a comment. And uh, thank you to the 5,000 likers. I've seen you slipping. It got up to like 13,000 and then everyone's like, oh, I don't have to like every video. Now you do. You do. You actually do. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.